0: everybody, welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm your host, Bo Nellis, and this is episode 79. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I hope that your day is as beautiful a day as it is out here right now. The birds are chirping, my turtles are stirring, the cats are being assholes yet again. It's okay, I've got a blunt to smoke. You heard me, I've got a blunt to smoke. Won't you toke with me? Cheers. Let's start with some stoner moments, shall we? First things first, I've got a couple handles that I need to correct. Uh, one of the, the the co-sponsors of the Spring Awakening Cannabis Yoga event that I went to a couple weeks ago was at Dank Gals, not Dank Girls. I did put the correct link on the website, the spliffpodcast.com But I think in the actual podcast, I was really saying dank girls more than dank gals. And I just wanted to make sure that it is well understood. It is at dank gals. Also, I misspoke Rasta Jeff's handle. It should be at Rasta Jeff 420, not just at Rasta Jeff. So yeah, there it is. I was thinking that when I said it, but I didn't actually say it out loud. So I couldn't edit it in or anything. I was just like, well, I guess, uh, I guess there's my first stoner moment. Cheers. I also forgot to say that. I'm kind of super spoiled now, and I really want to turn every yoga sesh into a safety sesh. I mean, I know there should be times when, like, I just don't get distracted by cannabis in every facet of my life, but I just enjoy it so much. I did make it to some yoga, and I was able to restrain myself from having to pull out any cannabis during the session, but I think that... It could have helped. Another stoner moment that I need to uh, clarify was I was not sure of the name of the edibles vendor that was sponsoring the Spring Awakening event. And it was Bake Bros Brownies. Man, that would have been a perfect name to throw into my punny podcast. I mean, I really missed a golden opportunity. Oh, time to ash my blunt. I'm using my twax tip. It really helps me be able to not have to handle my blunt so much. Being able to pick it up just to ash it every now and then. Much easier on my rolling skills than a whole lot of fingering, but we're going to get to that later. Yeah, I just said that I finger my blunts. Jesus Christ, I just said that. All right, last stoner moment, a way back stoner moment, back when I was talking about the new potency back in episode, who knows what that was, but it's out there for you. You can find out whether or not weed has actually gotten more potent than it used to be. Uh, Spoiler, it really hasn't. But during that time, I was looking for the right word to describe the present perception of historical happenings and and mindsets. And uh, in my looking for the right word, I had come across an article from someone who was on the same path as me, but they were unable to... To provide me any answers. But I did email that person and the article that they had posted was like five years old already. And and I asked them if they ever found an answer. And they did get back to me fairly quickly. Actually, it's been me that's lagged on getting back an answer to you. Uh, but the correct or more academically correct, I should say, terminology for a a failure to take oneself out of a present tense mindset is in the Latin nunc pro tunc now for then and in a more English sense presentism so I finally wrote back to that guy and thanked him and, and I mean he wrote me quite a lengthy reply I was not expecting all of that but it was really quite lovely so now I just wanted to throw it out there I mean as soon as he said it I was like oh geez that's I feel like I really should have known that all those student loans were really paying off for something, right? So technically, as a stoner moment, it counts. All right, before we move on to the meat of it, I want to give a little shout out to an Instagram page that reached out to me to let me know that they were listeners of the podcast. They were very supportive of the the mission that I have, which is just to to tell people about cannabis and how to use it in your life. Um, And that is at love for the plant at love for the plant. Nothing fancy. There's a number four for the four or anything like that. But they are a community that has focused on cannabis micro grows And as a way of educating people more about all the things that go into growing on the micro level, which as especially in California, now they are based out of Colorado, but being in California and with so many local areas prohibiting outdoor grows while maintaining the right for people to grow indoors, micro growing is going, I mean, it's huge. It's hugely important that people understand all the things that go into it, that they have the resources there to do it properly. And it's just a mission that I really support myself. So check out and follow at love for the plant on Instagram. Also, I wanted to say thank you very, very much to Jeremy and Cheryl for their incredible contribution to the Spliff podcast. I I am just uh, I mean I'm speechless with gratitude. Thank you so much. I'm so close to getting the website paid for for this year already with that if you guys use the Amazon affiliate link or continue to use the Amazon affiliate link like you've been doing, thank you so much. I know that this year's website costs are going to be covered, and that means everything to me, especially this year because This year is a little bit more financially hard for me than other years have been. And knowing that you guys are making the efforts to support the podcast in whatever way you can, again, uh, the Amazon affiliate link is on my website, the spliffpodcast.com, under the shop slash support section. You just have to follow that link and make your Amazon purchases just like you normally would. It's completely anonymous and doesn't cost any extra money to you. But it does go a long way to contributing towards keeping the Spliff podcast going. And then, of course, if you wanted to make a financial contribution like Jeremy and Cheryl did, again, gracias. Uh, you can go to the Patreon page. It is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and that would be .com slash the spliff podcast. And that's a way for, well, I should say that's a, a platform for artists to, specifically artists, to crowdsource funding for their projects. And then, of course, if none of that works for you, feel free to reach out to me and let me know that you've got some other way you'd like to support me. Maybe you're close by and uh I don't know, you want to kick me down with a bowl or something. I'll do that. I love it. I'll talk about your weed on the podcast. Fuck yeah. Anyways, shout out, love for the plant and all for the love of cannabis. Is there a better community out there? I really don't think that there is, and I'm so grateful to be part of this one. All right, man. Woo, this blunt got me lifted. I've got it rolled up with my favorite golden pineapple, of course, which isn't going to be around for a few more months from the grower that I know and trust it from. And I'm really bummed about that. But luckily, they've got some shatter that I was able to stock up on. We'll see how far that gets me. But I have rolled some golden pineapple, mostly golden pineapple, with a little of this blue headband that I have. It's a blueberry headband cross. It's a really even mix between the blueberry and the headband as far as the effects go. But the nose of it really leans towards a, a blueberry kind of sweet, fruity, creamy smell. It's amazing with just a hint of a spicy earthiness underneath it, but a much more sativa-like effect than you're going to get out of a lot of blue dreams that are out there, which is a great blueberry cross as well. A bit more, I find that I have more mental focus with this blue headband than I get with blue dream. And then uh, uh, I sprinkled some bay dream concentrate i just have a little bit left of this bay dream crumble and that is a bay 11 blue dream mix that was blasted into this fantastic smelling crumble and then i layered all of that up with a couple strands of shatter that i got from the secret sesh over the weekend of this fruity pebbles og from quail extracts it was definitely one of the better extracts in the vip bag and it was certainly the easiest to work with for my twaxing purposes and i've got it all propped up in my twax tip that has been hugely helpful not just because it it did have the wax on there but just because the blunts can be kind of hard to work with when you're smoking them, um, especially since I'm still really kind of learning how to, to roll a blunt in a way that keeps it manageable. I can roll it and I can seal it, but as I continue to smoke it, it starts to unwrap. So I've got some learning curves to work through. But in the meantime, did you, yeah? Did you hear? I went to Secret Sash. That's right, you guys. I went to Secret Sash this Sunday. Thank you, Craig. Uh, he doesn't listen to the podcast. He's like, I just, I can't listen to people I know talk in my earbuds. Fair enough, Craigles. But thank you for covering with the trivia, so I could go to Secret Sash to celebrate Mama Sita's birthday. I took a dab and I gave my friends mama a hug. Aren't you proud of me, Rasta Jeff? Also, I was there because I wasn't really expecting to talk about it or anything. Uh, I got recognized for the first time from the podcast, and I want to give a shout out to the MJ Patch guys. Um, sorry if I was acting weird, but I was hella stoned and not expecting that whatsoever. But I want to say that your guys' wax was also one of the better ones in the VIP bag. So props to that. I think it was the Ancient Lime, uh, the one that I tried before that I really liked, but it wasn't marked, so I can't be sure. So uh, Secret Sesh, it was my friend's mom's birthday, though she's kind of my friend too. So it was my friend's birthday, but she's an older smoker, and this was her first kind of cannabis event period yet alone concentrate event. So she wasn't really sure what she was in for. And at the end, we asked her if if the stoners kind of lived up to her expectations. And she was just kind of like, eh, I mean, yeah, but I could have kind of, one, she was really taken back by the music. The music was super loud for her. And she really wished that there had been earplugs in the VIP bag and I was like, oh, well, maybe next time we'll just have to remember those. Uh, but that was that was fair, totally fair, because, I mean, all of us are pretty much at the point where we're like, well, we know we're old because none of us want to walk by the stage right now. It's too loud. It's too loud. And a lot of my other girls were also kind of lamenting the fact that some of the more female-friendly vendors that had been there the previous time weren't there this time. And that is in part because it was an off week. And I did warn them that. I was like, they're in between weeks during the middle of a concentrate competition. It's it's going to be a lower key week. And that definitely came to fruition. It was a lower key secret sesh as far as just how many vendors were there, kind of the overall quality of what was available Um, and just the number of people that were really in attendance. So, but so my ladies were, they were, they were kind of over it. And basically, they are ready to look for somewhere that is a little bit classier of a place to dab our domes off at. On that note, I do want to mention that at Mahogany.Mary is having another yoga event with at Yoga with Manelli in Hollywood this time. It is a day after 420, 421. After you've gotten all of your 420 fun out, since you are not going to be hung over more than likely, come on out and do some yoga. I think it might even be a Friday evening event. I don't even think it's a morning event, but I would have to double check. So, But I had to go on a mission for my lady friends to find some more female-friendly cannabis events. And I don't want just beginner cannabis events because none of my lady friends are beginners at cannabis. We all want to go and get stoned. We all want to go and try as much as we can and buy the products that we want and feel like we're getting great deals and that we just went to 10 dispensaries, which is the point of a big event like that. But just something that's that doesn't feel quite as young, that doesn't feel quite as stoner guy centric, that just in and of itself caters to a wider audience. And the, can- the High Times Cannabis Cup is a little bit closer to that, but it's also like once or twice a year in this area and it's several hours away. And then also it's expensive, so it's not the best option to go to uh, with all my ladies on a regular basis when we just want to like pick up on a weekend and and do a ladies thing and and go be stony. So I looked further into it and I did find some like painting events. I found some other yoga stuff, Um, but I really want a good stoner culture, female friendly event. So we're probably going to try to check out the Friday sesh by the 420 nurses. One, it's a little bit closer to where I live. Yeah, digging on that. Two, it's cheaper than a whole lot of the other seshes that I've seen. And then three, I'm hoping that since it's put on by a group of women, it's going to be a bit more female friendly in its overall atmosphere. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I put the feelers out there to my ladies just uh, just this afternoon. I have yet to hear back from them on it, but I know what I'm doing next Friday. All right, shall we safety? Perfect timing because my blunt just suffocated itself. I forgot to ash it. Now, while my friends weren't able to find the bath bombs that they had really wanted, I did find some blunt wraps that I really wanted. These are hemp blunt wraps. Hence why I'm so excited to be smoking this blunt right now. The actual company name is highhempwraps.com, and I'll have a link on my website under this podcast blog, along with a lot of the other things that I've talked about today. And then if I've ever talked about something and you go to the blog looking for a link and it's not there, just throw me a line at uh, any of the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on the blog page. There's a comment section. You can also email me. Uh, it is the podcast at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to find whatever it was that I was talking about and make sure that you get the link. But I'll try and remember to put this one on there this week. In big old bold words, it says vegan. So if you're looking for a vegan blunt wrap, apparently this is the one for you. It is 100% tobacco free. It's made from hemp that is grown in the Netherlands which is a popular place for people to say that their hemp is derived from. It doesn't necessarily guarantee that it's free of a bunch of the impurities that I say to be careful about when you are consuming hemp oil, the concentrated plant-made hemp oil, not the seed-based pressed hemp oil, by the way. Um, But... It is a hell of a lot better than smoking out of tobacco wraps. Personally, since I gave up smoking cigarettes, trying to smoke blunts has been a bit of a challenge for me. I really want to do it. When one's offered to me, I really don't like declining it. But I really notice the stimulating effects of the nicotine so much more than I ever did when I was smoking cigarettes. And so when I saw these blunt wraps sitting on the table, especially at just two bucks a pop, I snatched them up. And I got, I got two of them and I'm already down to my very last wrap. So I've been enjoying them a lot. I mean, that's three blunts in less than a week. That just tripled my semi annual blunt count right there. Now, since it is made with hemp, they do kind of pimp the whole CBD aspect to it. The fact that there could be CBD in the hemp wrap. They don't say how much. Uh, and they don't say what else is in there. They just say CBD plus. They basically just imply that anything you could find in the cannabis plant, you can find, well, I should say anything you can find in the legally defined hemp plant, you can find in their wraps. And if they are buying hemp that is being grown specifically for its CBD content, there could be a pretty high amount of CBD in it. But if they get their hemp from a bunch of different places, it's probably a variable amount of CBD, which is why you just don't even want to try to say how much is going to be in it. Now that being the case, if there are other non-THC cannabinoids in here, that could affect your overall high. It could give it, and I do find that there's like a little bit of an underlying CBD balance to the effect. That might just be my mind playing games on me, but I do smoke a whole blunt and I feel pretty even by the end of it. Sure, I'm still high and I'm talkity as fuck right now. But I also feel a certain clarity that you don't always get when you're smoking cannabis. So how does the hemp blunt wrap differ from the tobacco blunt wrap outside of the obvious? Well, the first thing is that it is dry as fuck. Without the tobacco in it to keep it moist, it's, it's just completely dried out. It also, it doesn't hold its form very well, so it's not in a cylindrical shape like it should be. It's It can be all kind of jacked up and smushed down. It doesn't matter anyway, because in order to work with it you will have to start applying more spit than you would need for the blowjob of a wrinkly old dick who promised you tuition and a monthly allowance. So put on your big girl pants and start licking. No, but for real, like, oh my god. That's that's always been my biggest problem with blunts, is that... I'm like, how much saliva do I need to use on this? Maybe my saliva is just not, like, tacky enough. Maybe there's, like, a genetic quality that... I just don't have in my saliva that makes it easier to roll blunts. I don't know. But I do know with this, you've got to wet the whole thing in order to start working with it. The nice thing is that there are no stems, so you don't have to worry about having to manage any of that or working around the stem. Since there's no nicotine in it, I don't get any of that stimulating effect out of it. So when I am licking it. Uh, if I'm using like a swisher, I would always get a buzzing in my tongue. Like, like I just stuck my tongue against a battery. And when I'm, I'm using the hemp wrap, I don't get any of that stimulated tongue effect. None of the buzzing from the, any nicotine or anything like that. Cause there's no nicotine in it. As far as the hit goes, it can still be a bit harsh, and I think that's because it is still kind of dry because it is hemp material. It's actual leaf and and plant matter, and not the resinous part that tends to be that tends to smooth out the overall experience. Um, but it isn't so harsh. I mean, it's no harsher than a tobacco blunt wrap as far as I'm concerned. And it's not so harsh that it destroys my lungs or detracts from the overall taste of the weed at all. In fact, I definitely get a much cleaner taste on my strains with the hemp wrap than I do out of a tobacco wrap. Uh, Just the overall experience is much more comfortable than with regular blunt wraps. Now... I have broken it twice. I've broken two out of the three wraps. As I was rolling it, I just got a nice little tear in it. Um, and it is a huge pain in the ass to seal off. Like, you remember how much saliva I was saying for that blow job on the wrinkly old dick? Yeah, you need twice as much in order to seal it off. But in the end, I'm hooked. I'm super hooked. I think I saw it on Amazon. I know that I saw boxes of 20 for like 50 bucks or I don't know. I know you can buy boxes, but if there is an Amazon link, I will provide you with one. And if you decide to purchase it on Amazon, please follow the affiliate link. Uh, Either way, I know that I'm gonna be buying some more of these and just in time for 420. I am so excited. All right, you guys. That's going to wrap it up for me. Oh, oh. I got a little bit more blunt here. I think I I think I've gotten all the twax out. This twax tip is phenomenal. I'm super in love with it. Uh so my boy Kirby, he doesn't have an online store yet, and there's no retailer that you can purchase it from that I found out but I'm going to talk to him about this and see what we can do because every stoner needs one of these. Not even every stoner, just anybody who maybe likes joints or blunts, but doesn't want to deal with some of the hassles of that. You don't even need to twax it in order to enjoy using this. Like I've said, as a blunt holder, it's kept my blunt intact the entire time, even as I can see it drying out and wanting to unravel on me. And I did a dry toke on it earlier before I lit the blunt. A dry toque is before you light your joint or your bowl or your blunt, you just take a clean, unlit hit off of it to get kind of an aromatherapy effect off of it. Oh, sweet baby. Jesus, did that taste amazing. So clean. I got so much good clean. And I'm sure part of that was the hemp wrap too, not affecting it in any way. But I took several dry tokes off of it just to enjoy its tastiness. In the process, I did suck down a little of the leaf from the blunt but the way that the twax tip is designed, it tapers perfectly so that the weed could travel all the way down, but get stuck before it actually went into my mouth. So I was able to just use a bobby pin and work it out right away, and I didn't have to worry about choking on any Scooby Snacks whatsoever. Uh, it's it's a modern marvel of engineering. It's so out of the box for a joint that it's really, it's very innovative and it's there's nothing like it. And it works really, really well. So that's me pimping my friend in the Twax Tip at Twax Tip on the Instagram. And I'll still put a link for this this week's episode too. You got a lot of Instagram to go to. You're gonna follow at mahogany.mary at dank gals. Irie Genetics, whatever that one is. But on the Twitter, it's definitely at jeff 420 And then, of course, we all want to learn more about microgrows. I can't wait to find out more information from this fantastic, passionate community. Love for the plant. At love for the plant. All right, you guys, that's it for now. Thanks for spliffing it with our hemp blunt wraps. Ciao for now. Mm -hmm.